0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for watching. This is the Go Movie Podcast. My name is Angel. This is a show where we love talking about movies, television, comics, pop culture, and anything that we're passionate about talking about. On this episode, I'm gonna be discussing my brief thoughts on The Mandalorian, Chapter 15, Episode 7, titled The Believer. This episode rocked. This episode, if I could measure this on an earthquake scale, this would be on an enormous seismic level because this episode was absolutely crazy i loved it and i can't believe this show is actually a show that we get to watch weekly it really does feel like it's a movie it's star wars at home premiered here which is really insane to me especially with what happens in this episode i loved it this is another 10 out of 10 episode from the filmmakers behind The Mandalorian, Rick Famoyiwa, who did a little independent film titled Dope, which I highly recommend, starring Shamik Moore, does such a brilliant job with this episode. I kid you not, from the action sequences to the story, and especially thematically. What really stood out to me with this episode was definitely the verbal exchange between Bill Burr's character and Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. Especially when it comes to the ideas of beliefs and war within this galaxy far, far away. Exceptional work done. Let me give you an example. Bill Burr is somebody in this show who considers himself a realist. Somebody who has fought and served under the Empire. And he's somebody that thinks to himself, what's the difference between the empire and the republic there really is no difference how do you think the people of alderaan how do you think the people of mandalore got to where they were they had to participate in war themselves and conquering others and taking control of those planets i see no difference between the empire and the republic really when you think about it at its core and that, to me, I thought was very interesting and fascinating. And you can see that whenever the Mandalorian absorbed that information and took it in, you could see the, the change in his mindset a little bit and influence his actions later on in this episode, which have awesome, awesome, such an awesome impact on his character. And I'll explain why later. But yeah, back to the point of beliefs and the idea of war the ugliness the atrocity the the evilness of war i really loved bill burr's character because he made me think to myself wow you know what like he does have a point the idea of the republic and the empire fighting to obtain what they want is it truly freedom you know who, who knows I, if there are definitely some circumstances where The rebellion, of course, you side with the rebellion, but he puts on a whole new perspective on the conflict between these two, where if you really look at the similarities between the two groups, then there may be a better way, a path for communication, a true ideal of hope that we can all attain together to hopefully create peace. That's what I really loved about his character. And you definitely see that between his character and The Mandalorian when they do work together. I was just really impressed with Bill Burr's character. I loved how he highlighted that we're all pretty much the same. You know, we all have lines that we're not willing to cross unless we're under desperate measures, right? Desperate situations. And that I found to be pretty thought provoking. And we get to see what happens when Mando is put under those same circumstances where he's put in under desperate measures and has to cross the lines that he's not willing to cross. Especially when it's regarding his Mandalorian creed. Absolute chills. Look, I'm I'm diving straight into spoilers. The Mandalorian takes off his helmet in this episode. And we get to see Pedro Pascal's face representing all the Latinos out there. Oh, I got chills, man. But he does it for Grogu. He does it for Grogu, and for me, that to me was a defining moment for this character. Somebody who was just so loyal and committed to the Mandalorian creed. And, and just that idea of belief that he has to keep the helmet on in order to honor the creed of Mandalore. But really, does that mean everything? D- does keeping the helmet and not revealing your face mean that you are Mandalore? What does it mean to be Mandalore? What does it mean to fight for good in the Star Wars universe? Well, under desperate measures, that differs, especially under the right cause. Chills, absolute chills watching this episode. Thematically alone, thematically alone, absolute chills. When it comes to the action sequences, I mean, this show is top tier when it comes to Star Wars at home On TV I loved seeing Mando fight against dozens of pirates I thought that was absolutely sick epic exhilarating it definitely had some Mad Max vibes Mad Max Fury Road for sure vibes in this episode I was completely astonished and honestly as each frame passes by I keep thinking to myself how is this show even real like how are they able to be cap? how are they capable of making a show like this In Star Wars, at this level, absolutely crazy. I love all the characters that they use, and I also love one specific scene. I call this scene, in this episode, the Django Unchained scene. And the reason I titled this the Django Unchained scene is because it reminded me of the exchange between Dr. King Schultz, played by Christoph Waltz, versus... Calvin candy played by Leonardo DiCaprio by the end of Django Unchained when Calvin Candy wants him to shake his hand and Dr. King Schultz refuses because he can't he knows exactly what kind of person Calvin Candy is he's disgusted by the inhumane nature of candy the the disease of racism infested in his veins and he can't shake his hand so what does he do he shoots him same thing here, we get an intense scene with Bill Burr and his superior that he served under when he was a field operative. This superior is played by the same actor who was in Batman Begins. I believe he played Joe Chill, the killer of Bruce Wayne's parents, and I also believe he, was, he had a short role in Mandy as well. This actor, Plays. I forgot what his name was off the top of my head. I think it was Valen Hess or something like that. It sounded like a super villain name. And he killed this part. He absolutely killed this part. I love the tension between Bill Burr's character, Pedro Pascal, at the table having a drink with this imperial superior. And man, it was just really engaging. And I just could not keep my eyes off of the screen with the dialogue alone I really love that Bill Burr you could tell there's so much trauma with his character um, during his time that he served and he just it despised this man he was afraid of this man but he despised this man so much that he needed to tell him hey you never think about the men that serve under you you had thousands of people killed tens of thousands of people killed do you know how hard it was for them to lose their lives do you know how hard it was for the friends that I lost for me do you know how hard it was for the families that lost their family members and the Imperial Superior replies basically with no empathy you know it's all to the Empire with a smile on his face it's disgusting and Bill Burr no hesitation quick draws shoots him in the chest straight up thug life it is oh man it it had me standing up clapping cheering i absolutely loved it it was ridiculous it was so awesome straight up star wars man straight up star wars i couldn't believe it and also before he shoots him he has such a great line about the people in star wars he basically says people don't want freedom, what they want is order. And those lines really struck a chord with me because that statement itself was like, it stitched the prequels, the original trilogy, and the sequel trilogy all in one. Because we know exactly what has come before the original trilogy, we know exactly what happened during the original trilogy, and we know what is to come in the sequel trilogy, which is the first order. Such a great line, beautifully delivered by that actor. And here's another example of why this storytelling is so impressive. We, as the audience, hate stormtroopers. We hate the Empire. We're intimidated by them. We want to see them, you know, get taken down by the good guys. This storytelling is so impressive that this episode kind of flips our mentality towards stormtroopers. I have never been so happy to see stormtroopers in this episode, especially when it comes to like, saving Mando's life unintentionally, unaware that it's Mando, you know, fighting for good. You'll know what I mean when you watch the episode. It's really crazy that the filmmakers are so talented that they can do that and flip the, just the way that we feel towards these characters. Really impressive stuff. And honestly, don't even get me started on the end, which every episode of this season, has ended on such a high note you almost think it's impossible that they'll be able to top it but man man that's exactly what they do I mentioned Django and chain earlier the end of this episode definitely has some inglorious bastards vibes let me give you an example the the theater scene at the very end when Shoshana basically says burn it down. You know, and everything's going down. Everyone's going ham. That's exactly what happens at the end of this episode. We got Fett, Boba Fett. We got Mando, Bill Burr's character, Miggs. We got uh, Mignon Wind's character, and also Cara Dune, played by Gina Carano. You got the whole crew there, going ham on all the stormtroopers, and it's just so damn exciting and puts a huge smile on my face. How could it not? How could it not? So damn dope. And just when I thought it couldn't get better, just when I thought it couldn't get better, what does Boba Fett do when we see two TIE Fighters after him with the Slave One ship? What does he do? He drops a seismic charge on them and it's absolutely glorious. That sound design that I recognize and love from the prequels when we see Django drop on Obi-Wan Kenobi in the prequels, Attack of the Clones. Yes, as a lover of Star Wars, the prequels. I, I just appreciate it so much, seriously. Like, respect. If you hate the prequels, cool. If you love the prequels, lit because I love the prequels. I grew up on those. It's what made me a Star Wars fan. It's what led me to Star Wars, the original trilogy, and made me fall in love with my favorite character, Luke Skywalker. I mean, I just love that they are paying homage to everything, all Star Wars lore. And for me as a fan, it just makes me happy as hell, seriously. The main message I took away from this episode, which I absolutely loved, I'm telling you, it's the idea that Beliefs can change. Your beliefs, no matter how strong they are within your own ideals, beliefs can change through desperate circumstances, and as well as something as simple as like a conversation with somebody, communication. They can change if you're willing to listen to someone, and if you're also willing to speak to someone who also wants to hear your thoughts that to me I felt like was really powerful and it's so beautiful that something as big as Star Wars can communicate something that is so human that to me is really the takeaway from this episode easy 10 out of 10 for me a plus of an episode those are gonna be all my thoughts on this episode of the Mandalorian what are your thoughts on this episode of the Mandalorian please feel free to share your comments in the comment section below. We can't wait to hear all your amazing insight. If you want to be a subscriber, please feel free to subscribe. We have over 3,500 subscribers and can't wait to have more of you on board because you make this community the greatest of all time. My name is Angel and this is the Go Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for watching.